Hello, everybody, and welcome to the My BFF Business Leaders Podcast. This podcast is designed to focus the spotlight on leading voices throughout the world of business. From marketing and technology to energy and finance, this podcast will feature brilliant minds that are shaping the future of every industry. There has never been a better time to make more business friends forever, so let's get started. Now, I'm pretty certain the next recession won't be caused by a virus. It'll be caused by some sort of financial calamity somewhere on the planet, and we will all be affected by it. But what you learn tactically on how to work yourself through this is very important because going forward in the future, you will rely on these skills again to help you navigate through the next set of challenges we have. Mm-hmm. Um, the, um, the mental toughness that you're going to need to get through this will be a valuable life-learning experience that will help assist you in in future markets. On this episode of the My BFF Business Leaders Podcast, we sit down with master trainer, real estate expert, and founder of Leaders Edge Training, Chris Leader. To call Chris an industry expert and entrepreneur would be an incredible understatement. By the age of 24, Chris was an extremely successful realtor and broker owner. After flipping the fortune of a non-profitable company and turning it into the top office in his marketplace, Chris then accepted an offer to lead the office of one of the largest real estate conglomerates in Toronto. His success prompted him to come to the realization that his true calling was training and coaching. Thus, Leaders Edge Training was born. He is now recognized as a top trainer across North America and is a highly sought-after speaker and industry consultant. It's time to learn more about the man that is providing a state-of-the-art training and consulting services for real estate professionals all over North America. So let's get started. Hi, Chris. How are you today? I'm doing really great, Colton. Thanks for asking. Thanks for putting this together. Absolutely. Yeah, we're really, really looking forward to it. And at this point, our listeners already know a little bit about you. And um, to officially begin the deep dive into the life of Chris Leader, can you personally tell us how you got started in coaching and real estate training? You know, I started my real estate career back in 81 as a salesperson. And one of the things I really enjoyed about the sales side of it is helping people buy and sell houses. For me, I live vicariously through my clients. Every time my clients bought something, I got as excited as they did. Um, when, about five or six years after my career started, the opportunity came up for me to buy the brokerage that I, w- I worked at. So I, I, I bought the brokerage and I took that same sort of feeling and insight and I transferred it to my salespeople. So I, again, lived vicariously through their success. I really enjoyed helping them build their businesses. After about 10 years of running my own uh, real estate business, I sold that, managed some large offices for a short period of time. But then I had an opportunity to work for my mentor, a fellow by the name of Floyd Wickman. If you've been in the business any length of time, you'll recognize that name. Floyd was a, a real estate trainer, coach, and speaker decades ago. And I had a chance to work with Floyd. And what was neat about that is all of the feelings I had about helping other people, I could really expand on that because now I was reaching so many more people and I had an opportunity to reach large audiences and different salespeople. And I wanted to take all of the years of experience I, I had and I wanted, it to give, I wanted to give that experience to people in the industry to help them navigate successfully around the challenges they face every day in real estate. So that's really how I got into the, tr- the training and coaching business. Awesome. And, and for some professionals that might be a little bit naive to the concept, what would you say the value is of having a real estate coach? When I first started in real estate, the average office had about 12 people in it. You were really kind of an extension of the broker. 
and you went into the office every day. You sat at your desk and the broker walked around and asked what you were working on. They got involved in field training exercises and sometimes even went on listing appointments with us. But today, for a whole lot of other reasons, our offices have grown much greater in size. Wouldn't be unusual today to see an office with 100 salespeople. And many of those people are working at home. They do not have the exposure to the experienced agents. They don't have exposure to their managers. And a lot of the nuances of our business are getting lost because we don't have those connections. So from a coaching perspective, the real value here is that we get to get involved again intimately in people's real estate businesses. And each situation is different. Each, each person that's being coached is different. But we're able to help them build really successful practices by being intimately involved and dealing with their issues. We become a sounding board. We're, we help them from an accountability perspective. And because our coaches have decades of ex- successful real estate experience, they're really able to help an agent frame and structure their business so that they, they too can be in- incredibly successful. So that's really us in a nutshell. So obviously, Chris, the COVID-19 crisis is impacting businesses at large and even more so for the real estate industry that is fastly approaching peak home buying season. Can you dive a bit deeper into the pandemic's impact on you and your team at Leaders Edge and kind of how you're helping your clients during these troubled times? There's really two groups that we work with, both broker managers and agents. On the broker side, we understand the chaos that they're working through right now. So the first thing we did was to reach out from a service perspective and connect with all of our broker clients and say, hey, we know you got an unusual situation on your hands. Um, this would be a great opportunity for us to be able to give you some support um, and some information on how to help your salespeople navigate these difficult times. So we put a series of webinars together. And for the first month, we were really reaching out to all of our clients saying, here's best practices. Here's what we should get our get your salespeople to do during this period of time. These are how they can be more effective, how they stay healthy financially, physically, mentally, and what strategies they can work on. So we put a really great little workshop together, and we've been doing webinars all over the the continent, um, helping our present clients. From the agent side, we run a group coaching program. It's our entry-level program, and we do it every Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, And what we do in that program is we focus on current trends. So I write that content every Saturday to deliver on Monday, and I'm constantly going through the marketplace looking for every relevant idea or strategy that a salesperson could use to positively affect their business. So none of it is out of a, out of a can. I mean, it's really getting drafted every week. It's fresh, it's real, it's, um, it's, it's vital, and it's timely. And uh, we get together, it usually goes for 15, maybe 25 minutes on a Monday morning, and I'm dealing with current issues. So from an agent's perspective, I think that is really a good program for them to be involved in right now. It's delivered digitally. Um, uh, it's very affordable. It's $95 a month. It's called the Power Up Program. And if people are interested to explore this and just to find out a little bit more without any um, obligation, they should reach out to our office. And if it's okay with you, Colton, I'd like to give a, them a 1-800 number, one 607 7999 And speak to our staff about what that program looks like because it's really timely and it's the sort of material salespeople need every week to stay motivated, stay on track, and stay focused. 
kind of to go in parallel with that, I recently read that you are also offering your mobile app to industry professionals during these times. What's the best place agents can go to take advantage of that incredible resource? And could you tell us a little bit more about what the app, how the app works? One of the key components of our six-week program is accountability. And I quickly came to realize that when you hold a person sets a specific goal and you hold them accountable to actionable items to achieve that objective, then you're going to cross that finish line sooner and more thoughtful. So I know that three out of four people who sign up for one-on-one coaching, the primary reason they sign up is because they want to be held accountable. We went and built a digital app that does just that. It looks, for the real estate industry, it's like a Fitbit for a real estate professional. If you tell it how much you want to make, it'll remind you what you have to do every day. Um, It's free. We built it for our class and it was such a wonderful tool. We thought everybody in real estate would benefit from it. You can get it in the Apple store or you can get it in Google Play. The download is free. And where you go to look for it is agentsuccessapp.com. So again, that's agentsuccessapp.com, and it is 100% free. There's no gimmicks to this, um, and it would be a great tool for any coaching company to use to hold people accountable. It would be a great tool for any salesperson to connect with their manager to help them hold themselves accountable, or if they want to do it independently today, it's like a Fitbit for a real estate agent. It's like having a digital coach in your pocket, and again, I want to say for everybody, 100% free. Awesome. Yeah. And I'm sure everybody right now is searching avidly to look for solutions that they can work, kind of sharpen their skills and be ready for when the market eventually reopens down the line. And that app can accommodate for just that. So that's a fantastic resource. To jump now back into kind of the COVID-19 crisis, obviously it's impacting agents at large, but for those agents that might be experiencing their first downturn, what advice would you give them? People have a habit in, at least in my universe, real estate agents, they have a habit for searching for consistency. And the one thing about real estate, it's not consistent. I um, I have embraced the inconsistency of the business and I love the fact that we get up every day and we're challenged. I mean, you know, we don't have a paycheck job. We have a performance-based business. Um, the one thing I will tell everybody that's listening, if this is your first recession, um, Assuming you make it to the other side, I want you to know this won't be your last. But the first recession you go through is the one that you really sort of earn your stripes. This is the one that you're going to learn a lot of lessons, hard lessons, tough lessons. Mistakes that we made uh, going through that first recession will not be repeated in the next one. Now, I've been in this business almost 40 years. This is my fifth recession. The first one really stung because, of course, I made a lot of really basic mistakes, overextended myself, was leveraged on different investments, and it was a very painful exercise to go through. But real estate has been my passion. This is my career. This is where I intended to spend my entire working life. So the one thing I would go on to say is that this won't, if, if they intend to stay in the real estate business, this will not be their only recession. The lessons that they learn going through this exercise, they will apply to the next recession. Now, I'm pretty certain the next recession won't be caused by a virus. It'll be caused by some sort of financial calamity somewhere on the planet, and we will all be affected by it. But what you learn tactically on how to work yourself through this is very important because going forward in the future, you will rely on these skills again to help you navigate through the next set of challenges we have. Mm -hmm. Um, 
the, um, the mental toughness that you're going to need to get through this will be a valuable life learning experience that will help assist you in, in future markets. So you, you touched on it perfectly, and it leads me into my next question is for experienced agents, where do you see opportunities for expanding their business lives as the market returns to a more normal state? With the years I've had in the business, Colton, and the opportunity I've had to work with experienced agents, let's say somebody who's got five to 10 years in the business, they have a very, coming into this situation, they had a very successful real estate practice, maybe a small team. Often we're called in to take a look at operations and do an operation audit. Um, when we look behind the curtain, what we typically find in most busy real estate operations is it's a mess. What you've got is somebody running around uh, with their hair on fire, doing Mach 3, uh, moving from deal to deal, listing to listing, and systematically their business is not really well organized. You'd be so shocked at the number of people that sell a pile of houses and the back end is a mess. Mm -hmm. So what I'm pleading with all of our experienced agents right now is to use this time wisely to restructure, reorganize, and re-engineer much, much greater efficiencies in their real estate business. This is a perfect time to go through every system and get it organized. Now, while all of that's going on, the experienced agent needs to continue to market into the marketplace, maybe not for new listings, but what they want to do is constantly remind their sphere of influence, their geographical farm and everybody in the community that they're in the business. They're still here. So when the doors open and they will, the agents that already have their business organized and they haven't been at a dead stop are the ones that are going to come out of the starting gate the quickest and are going to capitalize the soonest. There are lots of agents right now who have put the car in park and turned the engine off. That's a huge mistake because what's going to happen is it's very hard from a cold start to go to top gear, mm -hmm. virtually impossible. So what we need them to do is we need them to keep their business, keep using this time wisely, keep working with their staff, look at their expenses, look at their cost of operations, look at what they're doing from a marketing perspective and refine and polish right now so that and when it comes, they will be the first ones out of the gate for new salespeople who don't have a sphere of influence and who don't have a farm. And I'm getting this call from managers. I got new people that have been in the business three months, Chris, what the heck am I supposed to do with them? One of the main exercises I would say a manager needs to take somebody through or a new salesperson at least has to have a really, really high awareness level is cost containment. You got to make sure that we don't eat up their reserve so that they will be here to be able to grow their business in the next real estate market. So cost containment is really important. And what I would do with my new agents is I would use this time very wisely to make sure that they're really polishing their skills and have an intimate understanding of how to do this business. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's fantastic notes and, and definitely should be insights that every professional kind of buys into, especially at these times of crisis. What are some kind of funds that you guys are allocating to specifically and how would you recommend that for other professionals throughout the industry? One of the first exercises of going through a recession is taking a look at your balance sheet, in particular, your expenses. Um, we've looked at a lot of the expenses we've had from our own company perspective, and we've figured out which ones we needed to suspend. But one of the ones we didn't want to suspend, in fact, we've shifted money over to is our social media presence. We know that everybody's at home right now. We know that people are on their computers. So this is a great opportunity for us to be able to continually stay connected with people we have a relationship with and maybe 
um, explore some new relationships. So we've shifted a lot of our marketing money to working with BFF uh, Social so that um, we can get that kind of presence we're looking for. So I think the timing is perfect right now. And I would go on to say that you guys, have, Colton, have done such a great job on our social media. We're, we're excited about what you're doing, and we're going to see that as a big part of our business moving forward. So thank you for all of that. Absolutely. We really appreciate it, Chris. And and yeah, more than willing to help out kind of wherever you see fit and has been really happy with where your platforms have grown in that respect from a digital marketing perspective and where we plan on growing it in the future. Excellent. Um, to shift gears a little bit, could you provide us with some of your thoughts regarding newer real estate models that are trying to chip away at the traditional relationships between agents, the home buyer and seller? I'm so excited that you asked this question. This is a, a real. Um, uh, this is a, a real sticking point for me. Every time we have a really good real estate market, and remember, I've been at this forty years. Every time we have a really good market, all of these fringe companies come out of the woodwork. Somebody has, you know, communicated they're going to revolutionize the real estate industry, and they've got a new business model that's going to turn everything upside down. Honestly, Colton, I couldn't even begin to tell you the number of times I've seen people who've approached our industry this way. Mm -hmm. And they, they take a look at the commission dollars that a salesperson earns on a transaction, and they're salivating on how can I, they get their hands on that money. Now, the thing about a recession that is very positive is it gets rid of all of the fringe players. So all of these companies, for instance, who have been masquerading as a real estate company, but are really a technology company, they're going to go away. So I predict, Colton, that if this recession lasts any length of time, we'll see this as the end of the iBuyer program. Mm -hmm. Selling and buying real estate is not a commodity or a transaction. It's a relationship with real people. The agents that are committed to working client by client and really listening carefully to what people want and need and what they expect are the agents that not only will survive, but thrive. Again, I can't even begin to tell you the number of times I've seen these companies come into the marketplace with their new idea. And once the market changes and it gets a little thin, they go away, they leave. Real estate, residential real estate isn't a transaction and it's not a commodity. These are real live people who are making one of the biggest, if not the biggest investment in their lifetime. They need a local expert who understands the real estate market intimately, who can navigate the complexities of a complicated transaction and who understands the value at a very local level. This isn't something that's done on a computer. So from that perspective, I'm, I'm going to say that you're going to see this. Uh, you'll see all of that stuff go. And what will you see when it's all said and done? Solid, local, real professional, traditional agents that continue to offer great exceptional value and care for their clients. Those are the ones that will come out of this um, and continue to move forward. Absolutely. And you touched on it perfectly there. I mean, or offering kind of agents and brokers with exceptional value is the core, really, of what you guys do at Leaders Edge Training. Could you tell our listeners where they can find out more about your programs and offerings and, and who exactly makes up the Leaders Edge Training team outside yourself? The team is made up of 14 trainers and coaches, all who have a minimum of 15 years of a successful real estate um, background. We're very careful about who we bring into our team. Um, and everybody on our team approaches uh, th their client's business from the same perspective. It's really about the client, 
not about us. It's not about how much money we get. It's about how much money we can make for them. So that's really sort of the mandate and the philosophy behind our company. To find out more about our company, they should go to our uh, leadersedgetraining.com and really investigate our website. There's lots of great information, and I think if somebody spends a little bit of time on our site, they'll very clearly understand who we are, the quality of what we do. Um, I know I'm setting the expectations very high, but I believe we operate at a completely different level. Absolutely. And speaking from personal experience, which I've obviously done my research and checked out your website myself, and there's offerings for everybody on there. And there's true, true value for any professional within the industry that's trying to obtain or kind of sharpen their skills or, or grow more uh, and really kind of harness their craft and master their craft. Everything I know about real estate has been taught to me by somebody who walked the path ahead of me. And as somebody who cares deeply about our business, I get up every day and I try to take everything I've ever learned and give it away to people to help make their businesses, their lives and their families better for it. So that to me is really the, the important part of who we are and why we do what we do, because we truly are invested in making people's lives better. Awesome. And, and you, you touched on it very briefly there about kind of the experience that your team has and uh, and a little bit about kind of what separates Leaders Edge training. But is there any other kind of main points that makes your company and your team different than the other models that are out there throughout the industry? Yeah, we're not the biggest um, training and coaching company, and I never had any intention of being the biggest. I always wanted to be the best. We're a boutique company with really, really highly skilled coaches, trainers, and speakers. There's the celebrity coaches out there um, that deal, deal in a lot of theory. They get everybody together. Um, they do lots of rah, 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 lots of music, lots of jumping around. The agents go typically for a two-day um, event. We refer to that in the training industry as a sugar high. You know, they come back. Um, they're excited for a couple of days, but they fall into their old habits and their bad routines. That's never been my thing. I'm, a, I'm what you might refer to in the industry as a block and tackle coach. I'm very tactical. Um, I look at people's businesses from a boots on the ground perspective. I'm not an aggregate of information um, and I don't look at things from 30,000 feet. I've literally spent almost 40 years in this business and I know what it takes to make a successful agent. The program that we deliver and what makes us unique, our, our real sort of main program we, we teach is based on a space training um, uh, platform. The average person in our program, they can see their production go up by as much as 217%. We don't deliver fluff. We deliver really proven, accountable, actionable items that will help people increase their business. So um, when you look behind the curtain on some of the celebrity coaches, there isn't a lot of depth or content there. When you have an opportunity to chat with us, you very quickly find that the team that we've assembled is amazing, absolutely spectacular. The quality of the people that we work with and the impact we have on individual agents' business is truly second to none in the industry. Awesome. And based on your team's work, what kind of return on investment can agents and brokers expect from enrolling in the Leaders Edge training program? Our flagship course, the Leaders Edge Six-Week Success Series, is built over six weeks, one day a week. So every day they come in for a training and then they're given actionable items, assignments and things they have to work on that are designed to increase their production and put more real estate deals together. The average person in our program will do either six listings or six sales or a combination thereof in six weeks. So the typical investment is $1,000. It's tax deductible. 
But the uh, average return, if we looked at even $10,000 on average per transaction, by making a $1,000 investment, the average person in my class makes a six, brings, you know, gets a $60,000 return on that investment. Mm-hmm. But even going one step further, why my calendar is booked up almost a year in advance is because the companies that hire me know that I get results. Well, we're, when you put 100 people in our program, you can only imagine 600 transactions in the company retained dollar, what that looks like. I'm basically an ATM for a real estate company. I'm a cash cow. Um, You hire me, your agents write a whole lot more business. The company makes a bunch of money and you have really happy individual agents who have really jumped their business up. And what's interesting is it's not just about the six weeks. I'm always measured, Colton, against the six weeks. How much money did I make in the six weeks that I worked with you? But the real impact I have is after I'm gone. Because when I'm gone, a person's career is never the same. They've fallen into really strong habits and routines. They manage their schedule. They're very effective, very efficient. They've got very clear targets, actionable items. They're accountable and they get results. And the results, they, those results will be the results they get for the rest of their real estate career. So it's not about, you know, a sugar high or a one-time hit. This is about a constant, consistent business model that will affect their business, their careers, and their life long after I'm gone. Yeah, that's fantastic. It's about the long-term impact and how their business can really truly be kind of influenced by your work even after the six weeks are over. And I'm sure, And is there any way that you could provide kind of like a range of quantity of how many agents and brokers you've helped out kind of through your six-week course? Over the last, I've been doing this almost 20 years now, I guess. Over the last 20 years, probably about 50,000 people, we've impacted their careers. Um, We are booked pretty much every day of the week in a different city, somewhere in North America, working for real estate companies. Um, I often think we're the best kept secret in real estate. Uh, (laughs) we're, We're not the biggest, so we can't be everywhere. But wherever we are, we make a big difference, a really big difference. And would you say kind of being a more of a boutique shop would kind of play more into the benefit of your program? You can have more one-on-one time with the agents and really meet, leave a lasting impact? Um, we, the, we do. We have that connection, and the connection um, exceeds the, the class itself, and we build relationships with people. What normally happens after I teach my class, um, Colton, is that the agents then be, uh, join us on our coaching program. So again, most people in the marketplace don't see us running around primarily as a coaching company, but when somebody has worked with us in our classroom, they really get a sense of the quality and they see a huge impact. That relationship continues long after the course is over and most of those people become our coaching students who are working intimately with our coaches to continue to build their real estate practices. But the reality of it is most of the people in our coaching program come to us because of the quality they experienced in our training class. Wow. That's awesome. So yeah, it kind of almost comes full circle for them and they can really, really kind of utilize the leader's edge training techniques and tools throughout their entirety of their careers. Yes. And the coaches are playing from the same um, playbook that I use. So again, from a strategy perspective, there are often things we teach in the six week program that the agent just really doesn't have enough time to investigate thoroughly and truly be able to apply. There's a good example where a coach gets involved and really works them through those strategies to make sure that they've got their arms wrapped around it completely and they're really getting the most out of everything. 
Thank you again, Chris, for taking the time to join us today. Um, As I kind of previously noted, we like to end the podcast on a fun, more personal note. So I have a lightning round of questions to fire off that really kind of dives deeper into who Chris Leader is outside of his your role as master trainer. Are you ready to hear him? I am. Go ahead. All right. So to start off, what is your favorite car that you have ever owned? When I was 17, I owned a 71 Mach 1 Mustang that I bought from my grandfather. It had a 351 Cleveland and 411 uh, rear end gears in it. Today, I wish I owned that car. The unfortunate part was I sold it for 1500 bucks, and it was in mint condition. Wow. Wow. Are you a big car guy? I was in a different life. Yes, I have a history of some pretty cool automobiles, but um, awesome. now as a as a as I'm a little more mature and cars are not the pri- on the priority list at this point <laughs> in my life. Absolutely, absolutely. And what type of uh, music does Chris Leader enjoy listening to? Uh, before I go there, Colton, I should tell you, I do have an, uh, a classic Porsche, though, it's sitting under a car- tarp in my garage. <laughs> it's w- I wouldn't be my favorite car. I probably would have traded that for my Mustang, but I do have an old Porsche sitting in, uh, that I, I toot around in the summertime in. Awesome. Awesome. But music, you were asking me about music. My favorite music is blues and jazz. I love live music. And, I, have such, I, I have such an appreciation for people um, that can play at a really elite level and to go along with that probably one of my favorite cities is new orleans because you can just about wander in any corner somewhere and find a really great jazz or blues player um you know so i love new orleans and i love live music awesome and do you have a favorite band or singer probably if i was gonna spend some time with some vinyl in my men man's cave i it would be coltrane uh i uh, you know i love the i love the sax i love coltrane miles davis but anything in that sort of stuff um in that theme in that category is a favorite of mine and what is a recent book that you've read that you would recommend to our listeners I think there's a book that it's been out for a long time i've read it a number of times but i think it's really timely right now and because we're dealing in an uncertain world, the target seems to be shifting and where we might have gone three or four months ago to find new business, the business probably isn't there and it's shifted. So the book I would recommend for everybody right now is Who Moved My Cheese? It's been around forever, but it's really worth rereading. If you have it, if you haven't got it, I'd recommend that you get it. It's a short, easy read, but it will help you with your attitude during these challenging times. And speaking of cheese, you led me perfectly into the last question. What has been your go-to quarantine food or snack? Um, well, I hope you, I hope um, you'll get a bit of a joke out of this, but my favorite <laughs> go-to would be Peroni beer. I'm a beer drinker. Nice. Um, so, you know, every day I knock off and I have a cold beer, uh, usually at the kitchen counter. Well, and my wife who loves to cook, and we've been using a meal service uh, Colton for quite some time, and it's really worked out well for us during this shelter-in-place time. And that is a meal service called HelloFresh. And we love it because of the um, versatility in terms of the menu. We, you know, the menu comes in, there's so many different things. We're cooking different things every night. And we really enjoy that time at the counter together, my my wife, Tina, and I. Um, So it's the highlight of my day when I can have a cold beer and we can kind of work through a meal together and enjoy something kind of different that we wouldn't normally cook. And we love the versatility of it, uh, the variety of it. Um, so that's really sort of, you know, a cold beer and a great meal. Um, that's the end of my day. And it's been, a, it's been a wonderful day to spend some time with my wife. Awesome. Awesome. Well, fantastic. It's thank you again, Chris. Um, thank you all for tuning into this episode of the My BFF Business Leaders podcast with our special guest, Chris Leader. Thank you, Colton. 